Welcome to True Mysteries, Stories of the Strange and Unexplained, brought to you by Owl Creek Press, where there's always a free book waiting for you, audio, print, or digital. Check them out, owlcreekpress.com. I'm your host, Kit Crum. If you've been listening over the past few days, we've been hearing Ray Ruckus tell his ghost stories that are going into his October book, A Paranormal Reader's Bedside Companion. Well, Ray is currently investigating a seance that went sideways in San Jose, California's Winchester Mystery House. And he's given me a stack, or essentially the manuscript, for his October book, Paranormal Reader's Bedside Companion. And I'm going to start with the top story, An Alaskan Haunting. The U.S. bought Alaska from the Russians in 1867. Just 13 years after this, in 1880, Joe Juno and Richard Harris discovered gold in the Silver Creek Basin. Soon after, the Alaskan gold rush began with a vengeance. Years later, in 1913, the McCloskey brothers, who had struck it rich during the rush, built a three-story hotel near the steamship docks. Well, the gold rush attracted an estimated 100,000 people. Many came expecting to strike it rich and be able to return home where they would live a wealthy man's life. They brought with them little money, but little they had, and sold everything just to get there to the gold rush. Women from all walks of life joined the Klondike gold rush of 1897-1898. Some were poor, some were professional, some wives joined their husbands, and other women left their husbands at home. A few women came from desperation to support themselves and families. Others sought out adventure and excitement from their boring routine as a housewife. These women faced no ordinary circumstances. Most stampeders were male, not female, and were physically conditioned for the strenuous life that was required. Some died along the way, others turned back. Dreams gave way to harsh reality. Some women found themselves in situations they never imagined. One of the few options they had was employment in the sex industry. Although there were men that took advantage of the sex trade, many from the Midwest and East were repulsed. The types of work women were able to do in the Klondike fell into three categories, prostitution, dance hall entertaining, and respectable work. The majority of women worked in one or both of the first two fields, creating the Wild West myth of the Klondike. However, many women worked in less scandalous positions. One thing all women shared, no matter what type of work they did, was their style of dress. Whether they worked in the private or public sphere, they all wore clothes considered respectable for the Victorian society. The red light district work was no exception. The last recourse, though, a woman could turn to when she had exhausted all other income-earning options was also the most undocumented type of work despite its fame as the oldest profession, prostitution. The first women to follow men to the gold rush were prostitutes. They knew that the scarcity of women in that region would bring men to their doors in search of brief female companionship and pleasure, and they would pay dearly for it. Of the 40,000 that actually reached Juneau and Dawson City, only about 1,500 became prostitutes. But now, the legend states that a woman named Alice came to Juneau with her husband who put her up in an Alaskan hotel. He left, telling her that he'd return in three weeks. But when after several months he hadn't come back, she ran out of money and food. 
she became desperate alone not knowing a soul she became a lady of the evening but in a twist of fate her husband did return and was so enraged when he found out what she had been doing he dragged her to a room in the back of the hotel and he shot her the alaskan hotel was purchased in 1978 and renovated by the new owners, but they claim that ghostly activity has increased, and one ghost that's said to reside in the Alaskan Hotel is named Alice. Staff have stated that they always feel an uncertainly unearthly presence when in the back of the hotel and recount how towels or other items are misplaced. Guests who occupy room 218 and 219 at the back of the hotel have no prior knowledge of the murder of Alice, often asked to be moved to another room because something is going on in the room they're in. One that is less noisy is what they ask for. One visitor told a staff that during his stay, he felt waves of unhappiness, and so it goes. The Alaskan gold rush, or as it's known, the Klondike gold rush, brought in many situations where people lost their lives, and there are many hauntings in Alaska. And I'll be reading more of these Alaskan hauntings as the days go on. This is Kit Crum, thanking you for listening.